When we are engaged and focused on our own stuff, our own faith growth, allowing him to work in us, that's the only thing that makes Jesus attractive in our marriage. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale with Blended Kingdom Families. Welcome to our podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, subscribe. We would love to alert you when new podcasts come out. If you're listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast is available on our YouTube channel. You can go and subscribe and get updated every time a new podcast drops. But today, we are excited to have Amanda Davison in the house with us. Welcome. Hey, guys. This is so fun. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Yes, y'all, we absolutely love Amanda. We were so privileged to be able to be a part of her ministry, A Wife Like Me, this past season and doing couples coaching. And it was just such an honor. And the work that she does is absolutely Mm. amazing. So Amanda, we're so excited and just honored and blessed to have you here with us and just hear your heart um, for wives and for marriage. And first, I just want to share a little bit about you to our audience. So Amanda is the founder and president of the nonprofit and ministry called A Wife Like Me. And this is a team of speakers, of writers, podcasters, and counselors that collaborate to serve wives in their uniqueness, igniting their passion and potential to impact others in their sphere of influence, but also first and foremost, being inside of their home. Um, She's also the co-author of Dear Wife, 10-Minute Invitations to Practice Connection with Your Husband. She is also a speaker and teaches at her local church, where she and her husband lead the marriage mentor team. Um, But most importantly, she is wife to Minnesota farmer and mother of three and a lover of ice cream. I love ice cream too, Amanda. So welcome. We're so glad to have you here with us. Yeah. Again, thank you. Um, Love your ministry. The work you do is so important. So this is, it's an honor to be with you and all of your viewers. Thank you. Awesome. Well, before we dive into content, we're going to talk about your book. We're going to talk about your ministry. But uh, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the audience anything else that you'd love to tell them about you, your family, what you guys like to do, a little bit more about you. Yeah, we are a normal family. (laughs) We are loud and uh, there's a lot of chaos happening like 24-7, trying to do the best we can and follow God's leading in all of it. Um, You know, I just would hope people would know that today, that we're just like you and we're just figuring all of this out with God's help. So, yeah. Awesome. Love that. Well, you guys, Amanda wrote this amazing book and it's called um, Dear Wife and it's 10 Minute Invitations to Practice Connection with Your Husband. And so, Amanda, can you tell us a little bit about your book and your heart behind writing it? Yeah, for sure. So, we actually surveyed over 3,000 wives, uh, a part of the A Wife Like Me community, and asked them what their biggest struggles are in marriage. And so 
from that response, from those responses, we um, knew that we would need to tackle and that God was asking us to tackle the number one uh, issue that wives have being connection. They want more connection with their husbands. So knowing that wives are busy and um, they want practical uh, ways to connect and easy, you know, bite-sized pieces to digest reading in, um, we created our book. And so we look at different ways that Jesus himself created connection, 26 different ways to be exact. Mm. And we then dive into that in 26 different short chapters. And then we encourage the wife to, you know, practice that connection first with God. And then we challenge her to go and practice the connection with her spouse, with her husband. So that's, that's the book. And it's been so fun because we're actually seeing these wives first and foremost experience deeper connection with God. And, and then through that, changes their heart and kind of reframes connection even altogether um, within her marriage. So it's been so fun. And um, yeah, it's just a great, it's a great tool. I love that. Do, do you find, and one of the things that I saw as a common thread, is you said, small, bite-sized, small chapters, quick, quick things. Do you find that the challenge with, with creating connection is people try to tackle too big a mountain in, in one breath? Do you find that, that, that wives try to accomplish too much too quick? What was the benefit or maybe how would you encourage wives mm-hmm. uh, uh, through this process to maybe look at that in smaller stints? It's interesting. John Gottman has research out showing you know, that it's the micro moments of our everyday that really makes a difference. And so you're right in that oftentimes we think in our head that it's going to take a big vacation or like a, a really long period of time for us to turn this thing around. Mm. When in fact, these micro moments where we have the opportunity to really choose engagement or choose uh, humility or choose, I'm going to focus on him instead of what I'm feeling or, you know, all these little tiny choices that make up our entire day just make so much of a, of a bigger difference. And so that's actually like what we found as well, that, you know, oftentimes in crisis, we come in to any situation and it's, it feels so big, but really when our hearts change and start turning toward God, um, it does something in our hearts that actually turns us toward our spouse. And mm-hmm. so that does not require a huge, you know, come to Jesus moment. It actually requires a softening that only he can do in our hearts. And and that is, again, it doesn't take like a, an entire book or an entire course or an entire year. It takes just engaging with the Lord and asking him what's going on in here. And then there's so much fruit that comes from that. So it's it's just cool to see that initial and almost immediate impact when we actually pause and just take in a bite, you know, of what whatever he wants to give us. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I love, that's why we, I love your ministry, A Wife Like Me, um, because y'all are so big on creating community and getting everyone involved. And I love getting your emails because it's like, okay, guys, we're doing this today and this today. And, and for a lot of us who are just, busy and for a lot of us especially as moms like sometimes we just don't even know where to begin and that's why i love that a wife like a wife like me it's such an amazing resource because again it's like you just make it so it's just easy and practical but yet Mm. produces so much good fruit when you get in it and you do the work 
Um, but also having that community of other sisters um, to just lean on when you need one another. I love that. So Amanda, going into my next question, just tell me more about the ministry and just kind of how that evolved and everything that you guys offer as far as resources. Mm-hmm. The ministry itself started because of a question that I had when my husband and I were not doing well. So this was back in 2012 and I was journaling and I grew up in a broken home and I swore I would never have that experience myself. However, I was in grad school for counseling and I found myself wanting a divorce. And so during that time I was journaling and I was asking these questions just, you know, to myself at the time, I wasn't even saved. And I was like, you know, I wonder if there's another wife like me who feels, who feels like I do, who feels confused, who's doubting, you know, wants to walk away, but doesn't want to be divorced and all these questions, but isn't even happy in the marriage she has. I wonder if there's another wife like me that feels that way because it feels so alone. Um, You know, I, I ended up leaving my husband. I ended up coming back because I was too stubborn, honestly. And then that weekend ended up trying a new church because we were just at the end of our and heard the gospel for the first time, surrendered my life to Christ, opened my Bible at 29, the first time. And that's when everything started to change. And about a year after that, I was journaling again and just sort of like looking back at all that God had done in just one year and saw that I had actually asked that same question in a completely different way. And I had asked, I wonder if there's another wife like me who doesn't know what I now know, who is, you know, thinking about other options because she doesn't know what, what these truths that now I know are there for her. And like how many other wives might there be who are unhappily married, who could actually experience a much happier marriage in the marriage she has. So that's how the ministry started. Really. God just, he like laid out in front of me, you're going to be sharing this with wives and you need to pull together. You need to link arms with other ministry leaders to actually become the loudest voice in culture. And so that's, that's what we do. Um, so through that partnering, just like with you guys this last year and, and partnering with other counselors, partnering with speakers, with, with um, authors, with podcasters, uh, we are able to then pour into wives because one of the things that we are huge on is we can only control ourselves. And one of the things in marriage ministry, I found being, you know, having a uh, master's in counseling is that oftentimes we have marriage resources. Um, but many times the wife is, um, not always, but many times more, uh, engaged, more, um, willing to engage in, let's say small groups at church or leadership at church or whatever wants to go to that event. Um, and so, but she feels alone because her husband might not want to, or share the same level of faith engagement with her. And so, um, that's what we found too. So we have a blog, uh, our, our wife, like me podcast. Um, we also have our membership site, the wife, like me collective, where that's really for wives who want to prioritize their faith in their marriage, uh, and free resources again, our book. Um, but everything is over at a wife, like me.com that we have. So. Yeah. I love that. Well, and, and, the, the fact that your ministry recognizes that, that wives and husbands maybe need different resources, mm. um, I think is just amazing. I don't think there is, there's maybe one voice that, that connects with the spectrum of, of all the needs out there. So I love that you guys really do focus on, on wives. And I know that, you know, even in our own marriage, mm. you know, 
Uh, Vanessa and I don't necessarily walk exactly in step all the time, and we, you know, we have our 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 struggles when it comes to expression. We have our struggles when it comes to you know making sure that we're engaging with each other. Um, that we have to be very intentional about mm -hmm. uh, because it, sometimes it doesn't happen naturally. So I, I love that you guys do this. I, I think it's absolutely well needed. I want to dive into maybe, you know, specifically when people are watching this podcast and they're like, okay, I, I'm resonating with what she's saying. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to take a couple of things away from this. Uh, so I want to give you an opportunity so if you had a, a wife or a couple that was sitting in front of you or, and, and maybe that was listening to this and they're like, okay, does a wife like me offer resources and, and how would they help encourage maybe me as a wife to, mm -hmm. to connect with my husband on you know, leadership issues or spiritual issues? Mm -hmm. how, how does a wife begin to do that? Mm-hmm. That's such a good question. It's a I think it's such a common theme. It is a common theme that we hear, questions that we hear. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a, it's a common frustration, really, because what oftentimes can happen is we see a couple like even you and or a couple at church, our pastor and his wife or who, whoever, and we think to ourselves, I want that. I, I wish my husband would lead like him, like he did. And then that leaves us feeling, you know, almost like this level of low-lying low resentment or bitterness um, and because our hearts desire that. So that's not bad. But what it can easily turn into is then I'm going to, you know, do what I can to get him to be that for us or for me. Um, and then that that doesn't end well <laughs> because yeah. then we play Holy Spirit. We play Holy Spirit. We're trying to, you know, give him our you know, ideas or encourage him in ways that are totally not encouraging to him. And because our heart is good, our motivation is good, but it's just not fruitful. And mm. so really we have seen time and time and time and time and time again, is that when our hearts are truly, truly yielded to Holy Spirit, when we are engaged and focused on our own stuff, <laughs> our own faith growth, allowing him to work in us, that's the only thing that makes Jesus attractive in our marriage is when actually we're allowing Holy Spirit to work in and through us. Not out of, not out of uh, manipulation to get our husbands to do something, but simply because that's who we want to become. We want Holy Spirit to work in us, to transform us to produce the fruit that we cannot produce. And through that, through us actually surrendering ourselves to him to work in, it changes everything. It doesn't mean that our husbands are going to step into leadership. It doesn't mean that um, they're going to start, you know, leading Bible studies with our kids or our families. It doesn't necessarily mean that. And I also say that frequently. We talk about this a lot at A Wife Like Me. You know, we don't want our, our picture of leadership in the home. We have to be really careful about what that looks like to not give, you know, finite uh, definitions or expectations in our hearts or our mind on that, because what that looks like for you two might look very different in our home. You know, my husband is a farmer and he's gone for months at a time. How there's no possible way he can be spiritually leading our home inside the home during those months. He's out praying for us. Absolutely. But he is physically gone 24 seven. Um, so we have to, how is he though leading? 
And how is he encouraging? It, it looks very different than, again, for you guys, possibly, and another couple, and another couple. So we have to be willing to surrender all of that to the Lord. And because we aren't looking for action or behavior change, we're looking for heart change. Mm. And so we want that to happen in us. And we can trust him with what he's going to do through that in our husbands as well. But time and time again, though, what we see happen is as the wives are surrendered, um, this is a common question, a common comment we get from wives is that their husbands say to them, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you doing okay? And because, because they're like, what, aren't you going to yell at me? Like, aren't you going to, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying every wife is like this, but it's a common theme that husbands become kind of confused. Like, is this, are you like playing a trick on me? Like, why are you just loving me and like being nice to me right now? You know, or like, you know, why are you just, you know, it, something has changed. Something is different. What's up with that? And truly it's not to change him. It's because I actually feel this way for you. Like, I love you. I see you through God's eyes and on my own. Like, I can't, I can't not do this for you. I can't not show you this kindness, this love, this respect. I just have to, it's, I want to. And that starts changing if anything, our hearts, but we've seen it change in marriages and in husbands for sure as well. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so powerful. And I mean, there's just so many, I think so many good nuggets in what you just said. And there was a previous guest of ours um, and she said it so well. And it reminded me when you said, you know, we, we can't be our house, our spouse's Holy Spirit. And she said, when we're trying to make our spouse turn them into our image and who we are and maybe how we worship and maybe how we do um, our, you know, daily quiet time or, or lead that how we think our house should be led, you know, then we're trying to conform them into our image. And then what that is, is idolatry. And so um, I love that you said all of that because, and you just, you I think you just laid it out so beautifully, Amanda, because a lot of people, you just don't see that. And I know for us personally, just being transparent, that was a, a really mm -hmm. hard thing at the beginning of our marriage. And it was actually a mentor who basically, you know, said the same thing, you know, what you're saying. Um, and it's almost like we can bring a spirit of religion into our home and say, you need to do it this way. This is how you're supposed to do it. This is when you're supposed to do it. And I want you to do it like this. Um, when like what you said is when we allow, when we surrender and we just say, you know what, Holy Spirit, they're yours. Um, I trust you with them and I'm going to allow you to speak in and through me and, and lead him and guide him or them. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you for that. That was so beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I just would echo, you know, again, from the, from the seat of the guy, <laughs> uh, which I'm glad that we have a, a place at the table here. But, you know, being a husband is not an easy task. And, and, and I know wives want the best for our husbands, uh, for their husbands. But when you're in those shoes, they deal with different subsets of problems and they mm -hmm. look at problems differently. And I think there's not a, a husband that sits out there that doesn't want to make his wife proud or mm -hmm. that doesn't want to be respected by his spouse. Um, but God may be using them in different ways and he may have given them different tools. Um, so I love that you, you, you encourage, you know, inner heart looking um, first, because that does change the whole dynamic of your marriage. Um, 
So I, I, I could probably talk about this for probably an hour, but I just, I'm so glad that you do uh, what you do, Amanda. It is absolutely amazing. Um, I want to shift to our, our, our final couple of questions. Um, and the first one is, and I know you, you, you've, you've talked about this throughout the podcast, but I want to give you a direct opportunity. If there's a wife out there that is listening to this podcast and maybe she's frustrated with her marriage, maybe she's frustrated with how she feels about her own marriage, mm. what encouragement would you give her? What would you want to say to her right now? I'd say lean in <laughs> to that. Actually, I think that oftentimes what we hear is that's wrong or bad, or you shouldn't be feeling that way. And I just want to validate that it is hard. And if you're feeling that way, to acknowledge that. And um, don't try to work yourself out of not feeling that way. Um, give that to God. Tell him how you're feeling. Um, ad address that. Like lean in. Don't ignore it. I see that so often. We ignore these uh, weeds. I call them weeds because we farm, so it makes so much sense. But we ignore them, pretending like they're just going to get go away. In fact, what's happening is they're just getting much worse. So the weeds are going to overtake the field. And then it's really hard to get rid of those weeds. So lean in. Um, I always, 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 you guys know I love counseling. And so we, I, I'm always for such an advocate for get yourself into counseling. If you don't have, you know, uh, someone in your back pocket, like the wives in the wife, like me collective do, mm -hmm. but if you don't reach out to a counselor in your area, get in, but also just, again, I always ask like the same questions to wives when they're, um, when they share that with me, that struggle, if this is where I'm not happy in my marriage right now, um, where are you at with God? What does that look like? How are you practicing his presence? Um, it always starts there. And our frustration, I believe, is just there's a direct correlation between the level of frustration we feel and the uh, indirect, sorry, correlation with the amount of um, presence that we are practicing with Father. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't mean a checklist of reading scripture. Quite, it, it just looks, how are we practicing the presence? How are we asking God to show us his heart, um, how, how much of our day is spent wanting to see his heart, wanting to know him. Um, that changes everything. So if we're not doing that, we, it's almost unrealistic to expect our marriage to have a long-term change if our hearts aren't actually reflecting his. So I always start there again. I know it's like a, it's like a broken record, but with me, because it is, that's, that is where it starts. Mm -hmm. Um, so in do that internal work, you know, ask God, read Psalm 139, um, 23 and 24, search my heart. Oh God, show me, test me, um, just reveal anything in my heart that is not of you, Lord. Um, because that is our heart. We should want him to show us, Amanda, you're being prideful. Amanda, you're being disrespectful. Amanda, you have a heart of assumption, um, of accusation, of distrust, of you name it. He'll show us what's going on because our heart, when we, again, are postured toward our husbands after being with God and him telling us these things, we go to our husbands saying, no matter what, if they've wronged us in X, Y, Z ways, which I'm sure they have, goes both ways. But, but when we go to them and we say, forgive me, I have been short-tempered with you. I have been prideful. I've been defensive. I've been whatever. Mm. It, it changes 
their hearts as well. And so I just encourage the wives as easy as it is to focus on all the things that they are not doing or being as, as easy as that is, do the hard thing and do the humble thing and look inside yourself and ask counselors, ask people, help me to see my blind spots, help me to see where I'm being prideful. Um, because it just, it ha it has to start there. We have to be the ones we want to be the first ones, either spouse listening or watching. We want to be the first ones to do that because that's an honor to go before the Lord, ask him to show us and then confess that to our spouse. We want to do that first. Um, and just watch what God does when you do that. Cause he'll change, he'll change everything. Oh, wow. That was so good. I know somebody who's listening or watching today just needed that. So thank you so much, Amanda. Um, our last question that we have, and we ask everyone this question that comes onto the podcast, but the name of our ministry, Blended Kingdom Families, what is a blended kingdom family to you? I love that question. I, when I hear that, I think it, it's not even defined as married, remarried, third marriage doesn't, to me, I view that as we are all blended, no matter what kind of marriage we're in. You know, um, I have my background, my experiences, my faith walk, my lack of faith, my, you know, my personality, my preferences, and so does my husband. So do all of us. And so when we are blended together and surrendered to the one, he unites us there. And so with all of our differences and all of our uniqueness and everything that each of our marriages represent, we are under him, in him, he holds all things together. So that's to me what a blended kingdom family is. Regardless of marriage or remarriage, it's like we're all blended in that way mm. and bring him glory and beauty in that. Mm, I love so it. Good. Love that. All right. So before we uh, exit here, we want to give you an opportunity. Tell everybody who's listening where they can find you. Yes. Go to a wife like me.com. Very simple. Perfect. We love it. Awesome. Well, Amanda, thank you again so much for being on today. We just love you and we honor you and just your time. And um, we just love what you're doing for wives and for the kingdom and for marriages. And we just want to bless you today in Jesus name and just say thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for your ministry and every everything you do. So appreciated. Perfect. Thank you. Well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. We hope that you have loved this podcast. It was absolutely amazing. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, uh, subscribe. We would love to alert you when new podcasts come out. You guys take care and have a great day. Be blessed in all that you do today. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.